Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. Welcome back to the show. It's Fitless, another episode, and this is really quite special. Can we start? Should we see if it's bad with the sound of the I think it'll ship? be fine. Because we can go in the room, the bedroom, and close the... All right, let's test we'll see it. if it's like... So it doesn't... It's true, it was, but I think it'll be fine. All right. We're back. Do the whole thing. Welcome back. It's another episode of Fitless. This is a really special app. I'm... Why? Why is it so special? Is it not my turn yet? Sorry. No, you can talk. You have to like signal me. <laughs> oh my God. Just let me okay, do it. Sorry. I'm in California. Where in California though? LA. Mm-hmm. The fitness capital of America. Maybe the world. Um, and the health capital of the world. <laughs> Besides maybe like, I don't know, what's healthier than here? I just, I don't think there's one place. Right. So I'm on vacation visiting my dearest, oldest friend, Claire. Hey, everyone. And she's my guest. Welcome, Claire. Hey, Bianca. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hosting me and being there for me. I'm hosting the podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) Hosting the host. So, Claire, um, you've probably listened to a couple apps. Sure have. So the way we start... The show, tell the audience a little bit about your fitness journey throughout your life. Take us up to speed. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. You know, I hold on, we have to move this picture. <laughs> this is like art. I think it's Sorry. safe. No, 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 I just don't want. It's been, it's been a long and winding road and Mm -hmm. there have been many speed bumps, stop signs, traffic jams, um, (laughs) and like, can you be more specific? Where did I start? Okay. So I definitely grew up with the ultimate, like I had a fitness resistant strain. I had a, I had a (laughs) resistant body brain. I just couldn't understand what people meant when they said, you'll feel better if you go for a walk, you know, you'll feel better if you move your body. No. You were like, I think I'll feel worse. Yeah. I'll feel worse. I'll die. I'll never live again. Um, (laughs) and So I was totally resistant, but always struggled with body stuff, body image. Um, I'm incredibly vain. So (laughs) that was always a push and pull. Um, And I definitely, when I went to college in New York, um, totally became divorced from my body because I wasn't getting laid and I wasn't getting any male attention. I went to like an almost all girls school. Um, and I became a major overeater and overdrinker. I'd always struggled with overdoing it, overdoing it. Um, but it really, it, it went full throttle in college. Um, and 
But, you know, here and there, I would have like a great month. Where you would like go to the gym. I would go to the gym and I would like do the treadmill or the elliptical. And you didn't start doing that till college. I don't think so. I mean, I went to like the Y in Worcester once. Yeah. You know, Um, and never did sports. Mm. Never did sports. I was a competitive horseback rider. Um, Was not affiliated with fitness for me at all. Remember when we were the managers of the volleyball team? I'll never forget it. It was one of the lowlights of Just, <laughs> my life. Because you you could do a sport to get out of gym, but we found this loophole where if you managed a sport, you could also get out of gym. Remember? Right. So we got we got to do a sport, but be the servants of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just degraded. I mean, it was it was it was hard. That was hard. It was pretty demoralizing. But we did it together with our other friend, and we were just fucking weird nerds. Can I swear on this? <laughs> yeah. We were weird nerds, and, like, our other friend wore these, um, like, snap-up um, athletic pants, like, that snapped up all the way. And sometimes she did play volleyball, so she had – remember how she had her volleyball shorts on underneath her snap sweatpants just in all case. the time and sometimes she would just unsnap them and like I don't go play remember that but that um, sounds cool yeah so where was I so college you would have like a good month I would have a good month and god was I on top of the world during that month but it was just never ingrained never in a lifestyle it was always like a new leaf I was turning over in the leaf you know, quickly withered and died. Um, <laughs> and blew away. And blew away <laughs> colors <laughs> of the wind. Um, so I got out of college and I have to say I am a creature of routine and just starting to work and getting my life together a little bit, kind of becoming a grown up really helped me put healthy habits into place. I went to the Y in Greenpoint and I remember I would walk like, would walk from where I lived by like by McGorlick Park and it was quite a long walk and I would walk to the gym and sometimes I would stay at the gym for like 10 or 15 minutes, but it was this mental check. I could, could, could cross off my list and yeah, so I I got into working out. I got into working out. It made me feel good. I lost some weight. You finally sort of got what people were talking about. Totally. And it Do made you remember me, that like moment or that period? Totally. I I definitely do. I I started getting normal I I think like a normal amount of male attention and I didn't I felt so underdeveloped in that way um from my college experience and so divorced from my body and I was like what what's down there you know and who is she who is she who is that girl I see um so I I I I like felt like I I needed to get in touch with my body literally and I wanted to look good I wanted to look hot Mm -hmm. and I cared 
And I wasn't, you know, I wanted to like feel good naked, mm -hmm. which is a book by someone. Who is it? Bethany Frankel. It's like a housewife. Strong for sure. looks better naked is Chloe. Oh my God. Chloe someone got Kardashian. me that as a troll. And I was I so offended. It. It's a very offensive book. I mean, it's along the lines of Revenge Body, which is yeah, deeply <laughs> offensive. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so then in New York, I got, I got healthy, worked out, loved it, um, went to the, all the Y's. I went, that was my life as I went to the Y in Greenpoint and then I went to the Y in Bed-Stuy. Bed Would go every day. Everyone was friendly there. Um, not every day. Just but independent gym stuff though. Not independent gym stuff. So we're talking about like what I actually did, right? Elliptical. Okay. Elliptical. Oh my God. No. How am I forgetting this? Major turning point. Jillian Michaels, 30 Day Shred. Um, I didn't know you did that. This was when I was going through extreme anxiety right before I moved. Like to the California. Year. Yes. So my last year in New York, I, you know what it was? And it was the hurricane. And that started my Jillian Michaels because I couldn't go to the gym. The gym was closed and I couldn't leave the house. And <laughs> So I started like doing these video workouts with my girl Jillian who, and then I got really into her weird brand. Mm -hmm. Um, and like she had a podcast that was called, Oh my God, what was her podcast called? It was called the Jillian Michaels show. That's what it was called. And she had this, this she's gay. And she had this seemingly other older gay woman on her show called Janice McManus. And she and Janice McManus would just talk about fitness and LA and like shoot the shit. And I loved it. So I was just like in that, that changed me. And it was all about circuits and like planks and mountain climbers. Mm -hmm. So it was a change from the elliptical, that stuff. Um, and I started to like get muscles and and this is Feel all self-directed and like yeah. research. I have no idea what I, yeah. On the internet. 100%. <laughs> it was like also right when I got really into the internet and. <laughs> um, so yeah. Jillian Michaels kind of guided you to LA. She put. She did. And you know She what? pointed her, her toned arm westward. wildly toned arms. <laughs> and she pointed them westward, she showing them you westward. the path. Yep. Also during that time, fitness became like, or working out really became some anxiety management. I was not in therapy and <laughs> um, really needed it. <laughs> and um, I was so, so anxious about moving and the uncertainty of that. And so I really relieved a ton of stress through that. Mm -hmm. Really felt in control. Um and during that time, I also got a little bit of a diagnosis of arthritis. So that was also a fitness game changer for me. And then I moved to L.A., um, kept it going, kept the gym life going. And then I got into class pass and I started to love classes and I got to know the city more through like going to these weird classes yeah. and really expanding my horizons, my fitness horizons. And then class pass. Then changed. class pass fucked me over. <laughs> and I was 
like the best lover class pass has ever had. And I treated class pass like a queen. I brought people <laughs> in to that and they did not repay me. We had a bad breakup. Yeah. Um, they stopped doing unlimited. Yeah. For people who don't know. <laughs> but they stopped doing unlimited after they had like up, they had like, you know, edged up the price. Slowly but surely. And I was like, okay, all right, sure. Every time. I was like, yep, still like the best thing that's ever happened. Great deal. And then they just stopped it and nothing compared. So I joined what our workout, the workout we did today. Plate fit. Plate fit. It's Claire's daily yeah. devotional. So full disclosure, I can't like... I am a like card carrying cult member of Plate Fit. So I I just have only positive things to say. Yeah, we went today and Well, what is Plate Fit? Well should we say? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to because wait, it's can we look at it or something? It's interesting. The technology. Did they tell you about that? No. All right. I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna you, try to tell it. Okay. It's gonna be wrong ish so well yeah this is just based on us and we're not experts this is us on NBC (laughs) um so plate fit technology is back from the I want to say I want to say 50s 60s 70s or 80s um (laughs) one of those decades and it is a technology this the same technology that you saw in the that that craze in with sort of like feminine mystique fifties housewife where they wore vibrating belts and just like hung out and smoked cigarettes and like ate lard and they were like, <laughs> but he's working out. <laughs> yeah. Like vibrating your muscles vibrating, via yes. a wearable thing, but with, via wearable thing. So it was this technology that was originally designed f- through NASA for astronauts coming back from space, having no muscle tone because there's no, gravity mm-hmm. and um they would it was something that they would implement in their sort of reassimilation to earth, earth to speed up their recovery and their muscle tone so <clears throat> basically what it is is it's you stand on a vibrating plate and you do compound exercises like jumping jacks or squats squats whatever planks and it contracts your muscles depending on the level of the plate that you're on, but um, it contracts your muscles for you on top of the, the the contractions that you're making through your moves. So it's like doubling down on your moves. Doubling down on your, your muscles moves. are reacting to this. You're vibration. getting so much bang for your buck, you know, and it's a lot of bucks. It's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So when you told me about this. Um, Months ago, Mm -hmm. I was very confused Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I just I think I had a different picture in my mind of what it was. Yeah, what did you think it was? Like pod people? I thought it was I didn't realize it had like a like the plate is like a platform that you stand Mm -hmm. on and then there's like almost like a treadmill or an elliptical. There's part that comes up and there are handles so you can hold on to. like an L shape. Yeah. And buttons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just like a like a rug on the floor. 
that vibrated. Right, right, right. Magic carpet. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a cool workout, though. Magic carpet. Well, that's sort of like those surfboard workouts. Have you done that? No. There's one here, Sandbox Fitness. Um, But yeah, so I was very intrigued and a little bit um, amused by Mm -hmm. the idea. Um, But we went today and we went, they have classes that are more active and then they have these classes that are like recovery. Mm-hmm. So we did back to back a class that was like a bar on a plate. Bar cardio. yeah, Bar cardio on a plate. And then we did the recovery, which is called like cellulite massage. It's called cellulite massage, cellufit. It's like a branded thing. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So- each session is only a half an hour, which I love. Right. It's so over fast. before you started. I and mean. this woman who was there, who was beautiful behind you and me, was like, I was like, I'm a little nervous. And she was like, oh, it's over before you even yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool. And she was right. So we started, we did like jumping jacks, squats weight stuff and the plate is vibrating under you. Yeah, what did you feel? Because by the way, I asked Bianca how it was and she just was like good and did not get details. So (laughs) how did you like it? I liked it a lot because the vibration is so unusual that it distracts you from (laughs) like what you're doing right? just enough that Mm -hmm. you're not so like agonizing Mm -hmm. over the squat or Mm -hmm. agonizing over the jumping jack because it's like weirdly fun because there's this whole new element to it and it vibrates your whole body and there were parts that I didn't like like when we had at the very end you kind of do like crunches lying on the plate and it was vibrating my head I could tell it was in your head I couldn't get it turn it off no I just like sat up because okay. I was getting dizzy. Yeah. Because it's intense. I it's know. not like a hum. It's like being in an, a small airplane or something. I know. Um, but, but you do get used to it. Just FYI. Like you can, you'll get to a point where you can just lie on the plate and it's weird and, but it's yeah. fine. And the thing I like about it is that it seems to be using a lot of science Like, who knows? I love science. (laughs) Who knows? It's a smart workout for smart people. (laughs) Who knows, like, how legitimate that is? And obviously, you don't need a vibrating plate to, like... I do. Yeah, (laughs) in shape. But it feels like you're giving yourself an edge via science. Exactly. And you feel like you're getting more bang for your buck. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to enhance, like make a short, make a workout shorter, but more effective? Right. I mean, it's, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cellular recovery. Okay. So I was dying. So Bianca, <laughs> the, another note is like once I, so I like joined this gym and previously had been going to classes. So I always felt like I wasn't really. So I was previously going to a class pass. So I was like all around, like bopping, 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 like here, there, everywhere. 
And now I'm in this gym and like you guys, like they're my friends. <laughs> like I love all the trainers. Like we get coffee. We're friends. Like I say hi to people. It's like, it's like what people must have felt like when there was such a thing as community right. in the world. But, right. um, but so I do my own thing during most of the classes. Yeah. Claire has a lot of mods. I do a ton of mods, body mods. And, um, <laughs> but a lot of it is because of the arthritis. That is a little bit of a lie, but yes, it is. Like a lot of it is like, I just don't want to do a squat right now because I, I can, but it, yeah, both connected, connected, like lunges, nunca. But <laughs> sometimes like, I'm like, I already did 10 squats and like my ass looks amazing and I would rather take this time to do something else. Yeah. You know? So, oh no. It's fine. Um, and I think they know that. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, but I love the people there. And so during the second class, I was doing my own thing, rolling on a foam roller and Bianca was ticklish and I'm extremely ticklish so the woman the trainer comes around and massages yeah you. so you like lie down with your legs on the vibration and they mm. put it on like the highest setting it goes you so really you're really it. rocking and rolling and then she comes around and presses your legs into the vibration even more and I don't know. I'm just ticklish. And also it's very weird sensation. No, I know. It's ho- I, I don't, I don't want to like, like your ticklishness is very valid. It's just <laughs> hilarious. Was it funny to you? Yeah. Cause you were like, <laughs> you're just laughing. I can't even get a pedicure. Yeah. I bet. Same. But same, we're going to get one today. Same issue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I liked that class a lot. Good. You don't have to do anything. You literally, you just lie on the plate and they come and massage you. Like, could anything it be better? It feels like a spa treatment at that point. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was great. And it really limbers you up. Like, I felt like spaghetti noodles mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I got up and mm-hmm. walked out. Because your blood, in fact, you should really focus on hydration today. Okay. Because it really releases a lot of toxins, apparently. (laughs) I don't really get it. (laughs) So how long have you been going regularly? Um, I've been going, let's see, I joined on a special in May. And I was, I joined through this thing called the May Challenge. And guess what, bitches? I fucking won. She won. (laughs) I was the winner of the May Challenge. And as a underdog as an underdog in this world like sports wise especially when something of this caliber (laughs) and be the champion life altering is all I all I can say so what did how did you win though like by working the, the fuck out what was the challenge so this is where it gets less cute so you could the challenge was a few things the was going to classes got you a bunch of points. So you got like two or three points. I don't know. And then posting on social media took, got other points. And then doing the Whole30 diet, which is already my diet. So, because like it's no What's processed that? foods. Whole30 is you go 30 days without any processed foods, no dairy, no gluten, um, no sugar, 
and like a couple of other things. Maybe no, maybe no legumes. I don't know. We can fact check it, but um, already done. Welcome, welcome to my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I only did the classes and the I got some points for the diet. No but like, social media. I was no, I did a few, but I'm I don't know. It's just like I'm not good at that on Facebook or. I don't know anything. Yeah, I'll, you just put stickers on a chart. That's oh. how it worked. It wasn't like. <laughs> Do you get your picture up on a wall or? There, they took pictures of me. I'll show you them. They're funny. I got a balloon. I got <laughs> prizes. Oh wait, my prizes was a prize was one free month. Wow, which is two hundred fifty dollars. So I felt like that was worth it. Yeah, because I was obviously benefiting from going in the first place. And then I got a hat and a sweatshirt and a balloon. That's so fun. Yeah. So you go like every day. Well, in May I did because it was the May challenge. <laughs> but um, no, I go like between five and seven days a week. But I have one day a week where I make myself only take that recovery class. Yeah. It's so, so relaxing. It's like more. It's like a meditation or something. It's like a spa. I know. Um. So... Plate fit is your thing now. Do you do anything else? No, just not right now. But I mean, like, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on honeymoon. Like, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I miss yoga, and I don't miss anything else. So, because I feel like all my, all my like cardio weight needs are being met. Right. And um, yeah. So we'll see. TBD. So you have done like a life 180 with fitness. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Not sort of. Yes. Yes. So that's kind of amazing because most people. You want to talk about it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you want to, yeah. most people like don't, most people go in fits and starts. Like what you were saying about college where you had a good month, you know, right. that's my life. Right. And that's been my life for my whole life. It's like what we were talking about, about some things you're ready to do and they become permanent changes and some things you're not ready to do and they become a fit or a spurt, Right. you know? But like, what would you say, this is a, maybe a good way to frame the question. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say to a young woman in college who's like, as you said, divorced from her body? Right. And feels like, who am I? What am I doing? Well, I think, I mean, for me, my um, mind body connection. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to touch that. Sorry, I touched the microphone. My mind body connection is strong. It's lit. It's very alive. And um, that goes both ways. So when I'm sort of not listening to my body and not treating my body like, the temple that it is, um, I get depressed in my mind and vice versa. So I'm sensitive. I'm real. And I've, I've always been sensitive. You know, this, like I've always been really affected Mm -hmm. by stimuli, those types of stimuli. Yeah. So, um, and like when I, when I get depressed, I take to the bed and that is, 
So that's in a way something that has changed. I should say when I got depressed, I took to the bed. And now when I get depressed, I like take to the couch, which is a big improvement yeah. if if you're reading between my lines, right? Now, you know, <laughs> um, I take to the couch and it's like a day versus a week. Mm-hmm. So um, what would I say to a woman? I would say... I would say if you feel like you have that mind-body connection, it's really something to think about, you know, cleaning up your diet and cutting down on some of the alcohol and um, trying to get in touch with your body in a way that feels good for you. Right. Whether it's walking, like we were talking about, or working out, or... Or just, like, eat more vegetables. Totally. Like for me, bad food is a depressant. And I get that it's also a construct and it's, it's society, but I still don't want to fucking be depressed. So yeah. Yeah. I know there's a very different feeling that I have before I eat a cheeseburger than after I eat it. Right. And part of that, like I would say 80% of that is the cheeseburger and 20% of that is all the bullshit that we have to deal with every day as a woman and all of our body shit. And right. you know what I mean? And so it's not really fair. Um, but do you want to feel that way? Like ultimately it doesn't, it still doesn't feel good even if you know what I mean? Yeah. But eat a cheeseburger at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It's very complicated. It's so complicated. <laughs> yeah. And I like, but I like what you said in the beginning about, I'm vain and I wanted to look good because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of women in my circle Mm -hmm. and who I know who are educated Mm -hmm. and intellectual. It is a very hard push and pull. But it's hard to say, it's hard to admit like, no, I want to look hot. I want to look. I want to look hot. And unfortunately for me, that means conforming to a bunch of bullshit standards, but Like, I have bigger fish to fry. Like, I don't know. I just have bigger fish to fry. (laughs) I feel like that's a cop-out. No, but it's a daily ideological struggle. Don't get me wrong. It is a, it's a minute-by-minute ideological battle in my brain between, like, the the hairy, armpitted version of myself who is, like, more body positive than me that's on one shoulder, and then, like, my face on Kylie Jenner's body, which is on the <laughs> other shoulder. And they have like a very weird dialogue, weird dialogue that goes on all the time. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And I, sometimes I feel like, well, I look at myself and I'm like, well, I'm fine and that's fine, but I'll never be hot. And that's okay too, because it doesn't matter. Right. But then I'm like, but it would be so nice. You need to read Hunger. This is very Hunger. Yeah. Hashtag, I mean, it's different. Yeah. Hunger. Hashtag Hunger. <laughs> By Roxanne Gay. I mean, it's not, and she would probably roll over in her. She would be. And in, in wherever she is. But because we're like two skinny white girls talking about this, but it's the idea that you, there is an element of vanity and just wanting to enjoy the superficial pleasures in this life. (laughs) Yeah. And then also being trolled by your political views. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. 
Yeah. And simultaneously wanting external validation from men, but also thinking that their opinion of you doesn't matter to you. Right. Like, so it's all of these negotiations just I day after say, day. Obviously, we're the, we're, I'm performing for the gays and I'm trying to get the, the, the look for the gays, but like I'm not, it's like coming from me. I, I'm not, when I walk down the street, I'm not thinking about any men looking at me or talking to me. I don't know any men (laughs) anyway. (laughs) I know, but I think you've kind of always been like that. It's always been like you I'm incredibly selfish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You looking at yourself in the mirror and then the mirror, you looking back at you. Exactly. Yeah. And I think for me, it's different. Like it's more performative when I want to like be not on to go display. here, but it's our different daddy issues for sure. <laughs> we both have them, but they're different. And that's exactly, those are our exact daddy. Issues. You think? Well, my dad always said, hold on, there's a giant truck drive. My dad always said, you have to look in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself and tell yourself you're beautiful and you're beautiful. Like, and that was nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like, yeah, good job. But it made me so self-obsessed, you know, <laughs> and it really upped the vanity. Yeah. And the beauty, even though he didn't mean it as like Jean Benet status, like he always said, like, I want you to feel beautiful. I want you to know you're beautiful way more than my mom. My mom never addressed <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm, you're fine. <laughs> She's like, put your parking hat yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. She's like, you're smart. Which yeah. just as she did it. She did, she did it, it right. She um, did her the mind yeah. version. Um, but yeah, and your daddy issue is different. Yeah, I guess mine is just <laughs> dot, dot, like, dot. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> um, he's in Florida. He's, he's in driving Florida. a Chrysler 300. When when Chrysler came out with that car that looked just like the Bentley, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's just yeah, it's just all these influences mm-hmm. and trying to f- navigate a way through it. And sometimes I'm I'm so upset that I think about it so much. I know. And I'm... Wait, I, you think about what? You think about men looking at you or you think about, you think about your own conflict or you think about... Well, I just think about like, I think some people, from my perspective, and this could be false and mm-hmm. just like the grass being greener like people certain people are they are their body and their mind and they're one unit and they move through the world with that so they're just like a an organism moving through the world for me i feel like my head is a mm-hmm. tiny traveler inside my body like so i'm always negotiating thinking about where I am in my body Mm -hmm. and what my body means and what my perception of myself means and getting so internal Mm -hmm. and then moving through the world becomes like an extra distant step because I'm... Drop the mic. (laughs) Because I'm like traveling both internally and externally in equal parts. picture I've painted in my brain (laughs) to go along with what you're describing is like you are 
you are just like a little bag of dust. I'm like a tiny voyager <laughs> traveling through my own body. Tra- like in <laughs> Men in Black, when the guy opens the head oh. and there's a tiny man in his forehead. Oh, yeah. Like how Voldemort lived in the back of Voldemort's head. <laughs> Who? No, wait. Who? <laughs> Tom. Professor Tom. Quirrell. Okay. I thought he lived in Tom Riddle's head. Whose yeah. head did he live in? Quirrell in the first book. Right. I don't have the memory. Um, I'm vamping while Claire gets water. (laughs) Um, so yeah, LA, super, super exercise place. Yeah. What did you think of the like branding of plate fit? I liked it. I thought it was very like demure in terms of this whole fitness endeavor. Well, because you went to Barry's, which is like over yeah. the top Plate OTT. Fit feels like kind. Manageable. I know. Me, I, I know. Same. And the hashtag is hashtag this is where I fit, which is so nice. I know. It's, it, the vibe was very nice. Okay. Yeah. And it was, yeah, understated. I went to this thing recently where, well, actually it was, Roxanne Gay, speaking of hunger, she was talking about how she thought LA was full of all these psycho fitness obsessed people who were going to push fitness on her and just only be able to talk about fitness and blah, 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 you know, and she was like, but no, everyone is fitness obsessed. It's just all on themselves. Like mm-hmm. they do not spread their fitness germs on you. It's not like fitness aids where everyone has to have it and then everyone dies. You know, it's like, <laughs> No, it's like everyone's just self-obsessed and yeah. fitness, obsessed, fitness obsessed, but only for themselves. Yeah, and I think the vibe here is just much less like side-eye for some reason. I don't More know. Earnest. I think Yeah, New York is like... I mean, New York is nothing but a side-eye. Very judgmental. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's mean. It's, it's a mean girl. It's kind of mean. Mm-hmm. And like going to Berries the other day was... Where is the Berries in New York? There's a ton. But okay. the one I went to is on Lafayette, like okay. right near Astor Place. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I just... I felt like... I belonged at Plate Fit. It was where I fit. It today. was where you fit. But not where you fat. Just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> JK, um, JK, JK, JK. Come on, let's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to laugh. Uh, these issues facing women. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Um, so, what else? Is there anything else you want to tell the people about? About LA, <sighs> about food, about exercise, about. I mean, it's very Our friendship. Oh my god! Well, I love that Bianca does this fitness podcast. It's, it's such a twist. So it's such a twist for Bianca, because um, I think you secretly like working out a lot. Yeah, I do. Obviously, if you're doing this shit. So, um, well, I feel like I just have so much baggage about it. I know that I. Does everyone know your baggage? Well, every- we should probably unpack it <laughs> at some po- well, point for the fans. I mean, my mom's been on everyone. Okay, but does <laughs> did you unpack it with her? No, we mostly talked about her. So let me just flip the script real <laughs> quick. So Bianca grew up in 
a home with a wonderful mom. Very active. That is not a way to say it. (laughs) My mom is active. Like she weeds and like (laughs) doesn't walk to the, doesn't drive to the post office. She walks. That's active. Okay. My mom's an athlete. Your mom is a fucking athlete, warrior, legend, (laughs) champion. So Bianca's mom is like, I remember going to your house and there would be like a weird hoarding situation of running magazines, like Runner's World, Runner Fit, Fit Runner. It was just Runner's World. All right. Well, I have a different memory. Um, Anyway, so there were so many Runner's Magazines. I was like, and this was before I... I hit fitness. Okay. I was like, this is weird. I don't get it. There cannot be fully magazines about just running. running. Like, and there were hundreds, maybe there were 10 or eight. She still subscribes. I'm sure she does. It's a good magazine. What do you talk about? Shoes. Um, there's like lots of articles about people overcoming obstacles, (laughs) (laughs) which are very interesting. No, running is icy. Now I know. Now that I'm, now that I drank the fucking Kool-Aid, I get it. But, um, yeah. So Bianca had a unique upbringing in that way where your mom was an athlete. She ran, she ran all sorts of marathons and 10Ks and 100Ks and KKKs and all of that. Never KKKs. (laughs) And she was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big part of your life. But But I didn't like it. Bianca didn't partake (laughs) at all. (laughs) No. Were you a spectator a lot? Oh, yeah. Always. Me and Jack, my stepdad, we made sort of... I listened to when he was on. We made like a... A duty and a privilege and an honor out of spectating right. at road races. And we would like be, and he still, you know, talks about how great he is at it. spectating. Yeah. Like we would say, like, we're experts at this right. and cute. we're the authority. Cute. And, you know, have like things you say, almost there, way to go, looking good, and get really into it. But right. that, I mean, it was just constant. And it still is, you know, it's like, and I think that she is so aware of how it's like such a big part of her life and something she depends on. Um, And it's helped her so much. So it's like, of course, she would recommend it to somebody who's like going through a sad or hard time Mm -hmm. because that's what helps her. Um, but just like I said about trying to figure out who you are in your body, like trying to figure out where it fits in. And I don't know if I'll ever be, I don't think I'll ever be at that level. Although she didn't start running at all, at all until she was 30, 31. So it can happen at any time Mm -hmm. that you can just change and make it a bigger part of your life. But Growing up around it, I think, did impact me, obviously. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So you have some baggage. Yeah. And I think, but I think it's worth it to, like, use the baggage to your advantage, you know, to just be like, okay, I have a lot, like, this whole world is very loaded to me. Mm -hmm. And instead of 
rejecting it and saying like, I'm not going to be like you, mom. Just be like, well, I'm not going to be like you, mom. But like, how can I integrate this lifestyle with my own Mm -hmm. and find a way to get the benefits of exercise without, but on my, in my own way. Right. And I don't really know how yet because I haven't. You're figuring it out. Look at what you're doing right now. Figuring it out, guys. Figuring it out, the Bianca Brady story. But I do suspect that if I had unlimited funds, I would have a personal trainer and I would go three or four times a week and that would be my thing. I think because you're a rule follower, classes are the best place for you or some kind of, yeah, personal training maybe. But I think you, you, you like people. If you know Bianca, you know, she loves talking to strangers. (laughs) And I feel like if you had something, I'm not trying to just push um, my call onto you. (laughs) There's no play fit in New York. Well, no, but something like that where you go to the same place and it's maybe it's classes or something like that. Right. And it's super convenient because once you commit, if you know Bianca also, you know, she has a very addictive personality. (laughs) So I think once you got hooked, you would just. I know. Be hooked for life. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Still waiting for that. But yeah, it's, it's all good. I mean, it's better than like. Crack. Yeah. Experimenting with drugs. Yeah. Instead, I would prefer to be experimenting with exercise. Yeah, that's like exactly what you're doing. You're like going to Burning Man once. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would, when you go to Barry's, that's what you're doing. <laughs> I know. I would rather do pretty much almost anything than go to Burning Man. Right. I know. That's your version of hell. It just is hell, though. It's so hot. It's hot. And there are there are fires. There are, no there are people exits. dressed up as Satan. So if it's not <laughs> hell... Then I don't know what is. <laughs> what is? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's about it. We can right. wrap it up. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks, Claire. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you to the city of Los Angeles for being a host to me. Yeah. And for we welcoming hope, me. We hope that Bianca becomes bi-coastal. That'd be very Or chill. just moves here. But... We'll start with the Bacos doll. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Bye, guys. And hi, Mom. I know you're listening. <laughs> Love you. Love you, Karen. <laughs> thanks to Bill Wadman, my help, my helper friend. Hey, Bill. Heard so much about you. <laughs> and I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>